What's up, y'all? Y'all, Kirko chains in the house. We put him in the W, baby. I called it. Carter's the man. You all know it. We're going to recap the Vikings versus the Commanders. We got Cell Block D. We got Chalk Talk. We're going to break down the Vikings versus the Beals. We're going to get pimped. Let's bully bully on this episode of Visa Fights. Visa Vikes getting bully on them billies. Brought to you by Elmo Brand Lambskin Condoms. Siege of the Moment. The Backdoor Bathhouse. Yo, girlies, bring those coins in and we'll get the party started all over again. Clamps, lamps, and pimps ice cream bar. Sky, yo mama. Get your Goomy's Goomy store on the North Shore. The Gummy Nemi. Lame you little Canada Kia. These deals are hot. Pierre's Pierogi's place on. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba Chico's Casa de Cackle We gonna have us some pun You gonna have you some fun Now let's go to Carter and Robin in the Raw Dog Studios This is a Bacon Nichols production What's up, y'all? It's Visa Vikes. It's your dog, the big dog, Mr. C. That's right, it's me, Gary the Gary. Let me tell you something, y'all. Today, is a very sweet day. Sandy was one of the best days of my life. Because y'all doubted me. Y'all doubted Kiki. And guess who came up big? Guess who came up big in that big spot? Kirk O'Chains, y'all. He went bully bully on them commanders. Just like I said. And you know what? We gotta talk a little bit about Kirky and sort of how this whole thing started. But dude, in 2012, when he gets drafted, clearly, Shani wanted Kirky. He didn't want RG3. But Daniel Snyder, that everybody hates now, was like, oh, I gotta have me some RG3, y'all. I gotta have me some RG3. Well, look who's still around. Look who's on TV. It ain't Kirky! They screwed up in Washington. They had a crazy cap space issue. They couldn't afford him. And he went on the market, y'all. And Spielman, you know, for all the crap that he takes around now, he made a big, bold move. And he signed Kirky. And it was either the Jets or Minnesota. I mean, how could he go to the Jets, right? Especially at that time. But dude, I have taken a ton of heat for years about Kirky. People second guessing why he got let go by Washington. He didn't, y'all. They had a $60 million 
cap hit. They couldn't afford anybody. Like, Ray Goo could have played for him. So Kirky comes here. He plays with four offensive coordinators in four years. He has crappy Mike Zimmer, but still, he produces year after year, game after game, despite all the hate, despite all the crap that y'all been talking about my boy Kirky. He keeps coming, y'all. He don't stop. He don't quit. He legit. Look at him now. Seven and one on top of the NFC North, second in the NFC, and he goes and back to those dirty old commanders. In Landover, Maryland, he went but Wow! Kirky won that one. He won it all day. He proved all of his daughters wrong. Carter was right. Y'all are wrong. Vikings and AEW Twitter. Y'all can go away. Now, Big Rob, it wasn't pretty, but the Vikings won when they needed to. What you got, brother? How's your throat feeling, Farter? Dude, you know, I mean, I'm in a Twitter, baby. I, I do what I gotta do. Hey guys, do, guys, I gotta I gotta cut you off right here, bros. I've been told by uh, Mac Nichols, and I received a document from Cleve Perry. We can't talk about those circumstances that transpired at 1964 University Avenue West. The days in can't discuss any of that, man. Right off there, Briar and University, you know, right across the street from Maynard's, like Pal said, and uh, Retro Pete's Vintage Clothing, and then Twin Cities Reptile. Regu, shut up. You're not supposed to talk about this, dude. You just said what we were all told before the show, that we can't talk about it, dude. Like, I can't talk about anything that happened, and some stuff went down, okay? But, dude, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, Kurt. I'll... Do you still want that McDonald's? Or are you in a different location? The McDonald's that's right there off of like Hampton and University. Do you want... We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it off air, okay? Dude! Dude! Yes, we'll talk about it later. But yes, I do want some McDonald's. Man, Farter, we need a new board up. Dude, dude, I'm serious, man. I'm serious, dude. But anyways, I just know that I can't eat peanuts anymore. And that's all I'm going to say about it. Like I said, bro, it wasn't pretty at all. But... The purple stepped up when we needed Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, th the first drive was amazing. Kirky maybe had more air yards on that drive than he's had in some games, actually. There was the 19-yard completion on third and long to Hawkinson, who made an immediate impact. Dude. What a, what, what a trade. It's already, Dude. it's already one of the best trades that the Vikings has ever made in their team history. It's been Dude. one game. Dude. Hawkinson is a bomb, man. We called it, dude. What an unbelievable trade. I just, like, it felt like a completely different offense with him in it. I mean, even though we struggled in a couple of spots, I mean, we only had, like, nine offensive plays for the, like, second and third quarter. But, dude, when it was on, man, it was on. Yeah, that D-line that they have there in Washington is wicked. What did you call it, Farter? Dude, capital punishment. That's what they call themselves. Yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that... And, and that's without Chase Young. Think of how good they're going to be with Chase Young, man. But I, they're, that's they're maybe legit, the best. They're legit, dude. They're legit. Yeah, that's maybe the best line, that D-line that the Vikings are going to see this entire season. Uh, front seven, at least. Obviously, our opponent coming up. They're nothing to scoff at either. And we'll get into dude. that in uh, Cheeky Cheeky Jock. Number one D. Yeah, dude, Jack out. Yeah, we didn't it. But yeah, dude, capital punishment, man. Washington has always been known for their good D-lines. 
they seem to take a whole lot of pride in it. They think, you know, they think it's important. Balance was the name of the game. I'm going to have somebody in the doghouse later. But I think that Wes Phillips and Cock, they seem to have a balance plan. Cockinson just totally creates that balance. It's unbelievable. Jay Jetta scores. Dalvin scores. We spread it around. Greg Joseph looked decent. Our defense played really well, especially when we needed him to down the stretch. Dude, I mean, balance is the name of the game of this team, right? Yeah, and Greg Joseph, he pretty much made everything when we needed him to. I'm on the edge of my seat during every field goal. Normally, or I, P-A-T, normally after a team scores a TUD that I'm watching, you know, the Vikings especially, I'll get up and I'll try to go down to the vending machine where I'm at and see if they've maybe restocked it. But no, not when Greg Joseph goes for a PAT. I have to sit and watch it to make sure that it goes through, dude, because when the Vikings are playing so close, every point matters right now, man. Dude, I haven't been on the edge of my seat watching those Greg Joseph kicks. Then the last time that I read, you know, the other day, some of this Matthew Perry autobiography, dude. Dude, it's captivating. You're reading the Matthew Perry autobiography as well? Yeah, dude, that book is crazy. It's good. I mean, I've always been a big fan and all, but... Someone slipped it under my door. Someone slipped it under my door, too. What? That's weird. Like, with with the whole situation that went down that we can't really talk about, I thought that I was going to feel a whole bunch of emotions, but instead, it reminded me of Matthew Perry when he said during the finale of Friends, when they finally rapped and they said cut for the last time, everyone started crying, but inside, he just felt dead and no emotions. And it probably had a lot to do with all the opioids he was on. But still, I kind of felt that way and I wasn't on opioids. Not cool, bro. Like, I was just gonna put you over big time about a call you made, but that wasn't cool, dude. But anyways, you made a call last week, dude, that I think is one of the better football calls I've heard all year. Dude, Caleb Evans steps in and steps up. You called it, bro. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Cam Dantzler did leave due to injury. It was timely, though, because the Caleb Evans just came in and he, I think he had about three TFLs, or one of them was on the line of scrimmage, so maybe it wasn't considered a TFL. But he was also pretty locked down in coverage. I'm not saying that he's going to be a number one corner for the rest of the season going on. He's probably going to have some lamps and bamps. And He'll take his lamps and bamps. Clamps, lamps, and bamps. Iced cream bar made with Clamps' famous vanilla ice cream loaded with lumps of fudge dipped in chocolate with butter brickle bumps. Sky Yuma. Will Clamps come up with next? Clamps ice cream and berry. Yeah, just, just a few lamps and bamps. But... What do you think, Farter? Do you think that maybe maybe you should assess your life, consider letting go and having it all end? And if Cam Dantzler comes back from this ankle injury, this is a two-parter, obviously, from the ankle injury and he's healthy, should he still remain starter or should a Caleb Evans usurp him? You know what, dude? Hearing my supposed best friend... Say that. I need to teach some country. What are you eating, man? Make myself feel better. I'm eating a stretchy for two, orange for raw, 
can't eat peanuts, man. You know, on every on every little package now, they include by the nutrition facts. Even if there is nutrition facts on there, they have the allergies. They list the allergies. Do you look at that even further? I just, I have to push through, man. I love peanut butter so much. I can't even like stop. Can't stop myself. I can't control it. Yeah, maybe that's that. That it's not that I don't like you, man. You're still like a brother to me, but it's like you can't help yourself, and I'm just kind of waiting for the inevitable and I'm just trying to get over it right now. But anyways, what do you think about Dantzler? I can't Dantzler. I got too much to live for y'all. Alright, so no more peanuts for me. And no more playtime for David Stoffler. Caleb Evans needs to be the starter. He stepped up in a big spot. Next man up. He came in. He stepped in. He stepped up. Dude, I, I think Evans has to be the starter going forward. Dantzler is not the answer. He can come in in like jumbo coverages. He can come in, you know, in dime or quarter. But I think, you know, Avian's won the job. And, you know, Dantzler, right? He needs to, you know, assess his life like I did. You know, enough about that. We made another call last week that obviously everybody else was calling for. But kind of how we called it, dude, Jay Jetta's getting a dead. And I think that they probably forced it to him too many times. Jay Jetta's is back. Yeah, he is definitely. He, again, had the yards, had the receptions, had that tut on top of it. And he did have, a, he had another opportunity for another Ted too. And his problem is he always, well, most of the time, the first tut, if you look at it, he's actually attacking the ball with his hands. And that's the first thing that they teach you when you're playing wide receiver. I remember when I first played football in third grade, I was watching the receivers. They said that I had the prototypical body for a third grade center. So I was playing center and I would watch the receivers and they would say, teach them how to make a diamond with their hands and attack the ball. In third grade, that's what they were doing. So every receiver knows this. Well, Jay Jettas, when he scored his tud, he attacked the ball with his hands. He had the diamond. But then that interception, the St. Juiced one, you know, it was a little underthrown. But if you're one of the best wide receivers in the league, you shouldn't be letting that thing fall into your body and have it potentially be deflected. Go get it, dog. Reach out there with your hands and attack it. That's your football, Jay Jettas. Go get it, dude. So I'm sure he's listening now with how popular our show is. Jay Jettas, go, go get the ball with your hands, man. Dude, we're part of the Vikings extended family. I have serious intel that they, you know, the powers that be, you know, over TCO, they listened to the show. They heard what we said about Caleb Evans. But dude, like I said, I'm a dog. And speaking of dog, we got our newest segment, He a Dog on Visa Vikes. That's right. That's right. So, so we have... We have our offensive dog, our O dog, defensive dog, D dog, and if if there is a special teams dog, our ST dog. So that will be add to the glossary of terms: O D, D D, S T D. And we'll have somebody in the dog house. So yeah, if you like aren't making us happy, we gonna put you in the dog house. <laughs> I'm gonna get 
get started right now. My O-Dog, this ain't going to surprise nobody. Kirk O'Chains, y'all, he was the bomb. He stood in there. He took the pressure. I can't imagine what that felt like for him, right, Kirky? So, dude, my O-Dog is most deaf, Kirk O'Chains. Yeah, that's right, that's right, dog. And speaking of dogs and O-Dogs, how about my OD is going to be TJ Hawkinson. He had nine receptions for 70 yards he converted some key third downs and took attention away from jay jettas like you called and then he also played 93 percent of the snaps this game and i saw a stat that said that he had only played over 90 percent of the snaps in his entire career with detroit three times so talk about an underutilized dog that cock just got in there and just rammed him in and jammed it down their throats. He may as well have had 700 yards receiving. That's how it felt. It felt like when we needed him, he had the reception, he was open, they were doing hot routes to him. And like you said, it definitely took away the double team from Jay Jettis. They couldn't put a safety, they couldn't put their nickel back in there. So, dude, this is a game changer for us. I mean, I just can't get over how awesome Hawkinson is. But dude, who's your, uh, who's your D-Dog? My, my D-D, obviously it's going to be a Caleb Evans, right? You got it, bro. You got it. Yeah, be, before Cam Dantzler was giving up those receptions where he was at least a yard away, and he still makes a tackle. He makes a valiant effort to try to knock the ball away, but he doesn't get close. Caleb Evans had that key fourth and one deflection where he got in there, and also we already talked about the TFLs. He was a dog. He was a DD, a D dog. Dude, I'm all about the double Ds. So my D dog. Who's, who, who's, who, who's yeah? Who's your D dog, Farter? Who's your Darius Smith? And you know it could be Gangster White Boy, but I just love the vibe. Yeah, three, three, three games in a row with the pick. Right, unbelievable. But I just love the vibe that he brings to the team. He's all over the field. He's you know getting pressure. He's forcing the quarterbacks to make mistakes. He's given these offensive linemen fits. Even when he's not in the play, even when he's not getting the sack, he is involved. He's taken a double team. He's causing pressure, causing problems. He a doubt. But speaking of doubts, real quick, I'm going to give an honorary doubt to Heineke. That boy stepped up. And you know, game respects game, right? So I'm all about Taylor Heineke. He probably could have or should have at some point been our starter. So he a dog. He stepped up. He's the heart and soul of that team, especially on the offense. But dude, they looked pretty good. He didn't have a great like stat game, but he, dude, he played like a dog. But who you got in the doghouse? Who's who's in your doghouse? In, in my doghouse, I'm just gonna I'm gonna keep piling on Dantzler, devious Dantzler man. Down, that dude, yep, that dude needs to reassess his career. And people are saying that he's he's been underrated, but from what I've seen, he just he's he's not cutting the mustard. And if you remember last year, in the Lions game where the Lions came back and beat the Vikings at home, Dantzler was just sitting in the end zone, and was five yards back and let the sun god score a touchdown on him for the lions to win the game and i heard many people say that that's the worst mistake they've ever seen a cornerback make and i don't think that he's improved enough to have that starting position so yeah he's in my doghouse right now so he's got to work his way out 
How about you, Farter? You know, I'm going to put Wes Phillips. Wes Phillips is in my doghouse. I think when everybody thinks about frustrations, about this team, about this offense, you know, he was a passing game coordinator. He's the offensive coordinator. Sure, Cock is calling the plays. But I really think that Wes Phillips is the one that's designing some of these schemes. And clearly, defensive coordinators at halftime are adjusting to us, and they're shutting us down. That's why our third quarter defense, or uh, third quarter offense, is so bad. So I'm putting Wes Phillips in the doghouse, and you know he tries to catch up, but he barely cuts the mustard, you know. So, you know, Ragu, you know, another new segment that we got in the show is, is fact check with Ragu. So Ragu, you know, where do we get stuff right? Did you put me over, dog? Let's go. Well, Farter, did you did you have an STD? I don't have an STD. Yeah, I I, I didn't either. Oh, okay. Right. Hey, Rob. Hey, Rob and, uh, and and Carter. One of your moms gave me an STD. Did she pick like Greg Joseph? Maybe the long snapper that took the penalty? Who would she get? How would she give you an STD? Hey, don't worry about it, man. I, all I gotta say is I I just I just wanted to return her. Okay, whatever. So, anyways, we'll. Get your fact check. All right, so so uh, yeah, here's here, here's fact check with Ragu. Carter, I gotta tell you, man, you keep calling T.J. Hawkinson T.J. Cockinson. What's up with you and Cock, man? Dude, I thought it was Cockinson. What is it? Come on, bro, you play fantasy and stuff. It's Hawkinson with an H. Oh, dang, my bad, my bad, dog. And uh, <laughs> it's, kind of, it's kind of embarrassing, actually. And uh, Big Rob, props to you on calling a Caleb Evans. Uh, I think we can stop talking about a Caleb Evans now. Yeah, dude, he, he, he's he going to get played out. He's going to get played out. All right, well, we got to go to South Block D on the other side. We got a special surprise for a special someone. And then we got to move into Chalk Talk, y'all. South Block D with Jumpsack. Guys, we're getting serious this week. Been a tough, tough slide. Seven and five, we're up 1.82 units on the year. It's been a tough couple weeks, guys. Dubsec, Cell Block D, we take this shit seriously. Here we go. Vikings at the Bills. Josh Allen has a UCL. In the majors, this is a potential season-ending surgery. (laughs) Outdoors, 35 on grass. Guys, just give me the under, okay? Bills' defense is really good. I think the Bills can keep the Vikes at, you know, 15, 17, 18, 20, somewhere right in that range. You know, and honestly, the Vikes' D is playing better and better and better. If Josh Allen's elbow is hurt, they're not going to be stretching the field. It'll be pound, pound, pound. Just like we have here. It's on cell block D. (coughs) Guys, I sleep with a magazine or five taped to my ass. (coughs) No pound town happening here. Uh, We're going to ride that lightning all the way to a victory this week, guys. Under 45 and a half. We're going to get after it. I want some more. Talk to you soon. Uh. 
pandemic's actually pretty sweet because my mom had three husbands and they all died and she ended up getting stimuli checks from all of them. And my bumple was like, the government ain't gonna do S-H-I-T about that. So we're in the clear, baby. Meet Robbie. In my culture, I'm a man. What's your culture? French Canadian. America's youngest podcast sensation. You know, the pretty good one for Roto Robbie. They don't call me Roto Robbie for nothing. Megan Nichols Productions and Media Enterprises presents Robbie's Roto Roundup, a podcast made by adults pretending to be children. I want to ride the zipper. I want to go on the giant slide. I want to go on the giant slide. Starring Carter as Robbie's best friend. Consider me the hottest free agent on the market, buddy. This is a deal that we're cutting. The game is to be sold, not to be told, bro. Jake as Robbie's producer. Are we in trouble, Jake? I mean, we might be. Oh man. Owen as Robbie's bumper. Have you seen my pills? Uh, have you seen my pills? No, I haven't seen your pills. And Luann as Robbie's mother. Raul and Dubsack met face to face for one moment. They started circling each other and sniffing each other like rival wolves. They're real alpha males. I'm very excited now. Prepare to learn nothing about sports from a show supposedly about sports. All I've ever wanted to do is have a fantasy pod and talk about CFL. They're good. Show me your friends and I'll show you where you're going, bro. You know what I mean? You want to do this? Oh, Whoa, man. Okay, so what? My mom, she had a list of 10 naughty words, and she said if I said any of those that she was going to ground my butt in the ground round. And she did. She grounded my butt in the ground round. I'm kind of feeling like Mike Tyson when he said, I'm just going to fade into Bolivian. I, I think you need to uh, unlearn what you have learned. Robbie's Roto Roundup, Season 1, available wherever you get your podcasts. Season 2, coming soon. Who cares, man? It's not real life. Fantasy. Trying to get us a seal here, and a seal here, and try to run this play in the alley. Chicky, chicky, chop, Right over the center, boom, he hits in here. Clacko lined up cockeyed like this. Whap, he hits him in here. Bert, he lines up cockeyed. Both sides, it's okay in this team. Line up anywhere. Let's get the joke joke. We didn't choke it. We didn't choke it. Let's get the joke joke. Joke joke. Choke it. What's up, y'all? Welcome back. Feast of Vikes. King Carter. Mr. Z. Big Rob. Ragu's running the board. We love it. Charge y'all. Just like the purple people eaters are gonna be live against them Buffalo Bills in what I've called the Super Bowl preview show. They said it on NFL Network. This could be a you know the preview of the Super Bowl, dude. We've seen some of these in the past, right? New England versus the Giants, week 17. The Macklet season, right? Giants come on, winning the Super Bowl. I mean it's possible that the Vikings and the Bills go all the way to the big dance. What you got to say about that, Big Rob? Yeah, that's true. It, it, it really could be farter. I'm still kind of blown away by how good that trailer was. Wow. It, there was just something so familiar about it. Not sure. But yeah, I'm looking forward to this game, man. Yeah, well, if you like that trailer, dude, you know who to thank, right? 
Who? Jake? No, dude, that was me, man. I made that happen. I made it happen. I pulled a bunch of strings. I... Like Geppetto. Geppetto and Pinocchio, yo. I've been pulling strings. I made sure that whole thing happened, dude. Yeah. Wow. Welcome, well, bro. Thanks, Farter. I, I, that was amazing. <laughs> I got the producer skills to pay the bills, yo. So, dude, is Josh Allen going to play in this game or what, though? Is, is he... We're hearing conflicting rumors about his elbow injury. If they're going to sit him. Because I'm really worried about Case Keenum if we have to play them. Is Allen going to play or what? I think I'd rather play Case Keenum. <laughs> if, if, if you ask me. Uh, I know that there's a lot of Vikings fans out there that say they want the test of Josh Allen to see where the team's at. I say no. Try to stack as many wins as you can to potentially get home field advantage. Watching what Jalen Hurts did to the Vikings defense where he just seemed to complete every single pass that he wanted to. He was rushing all over us. Would you have rather played Jalen Hurts in that game or Gardner Minshew? Yeah, so I think I think I'd I'd rather play Keenum in this one. Buffalo already has a tough D, so it's not gonna be a walk in the park if Keenum's playing. If Allen is playing and he's not as injured as they're letting on, I think I would rather play Keenum. But it does look like Allen could potentially miss the game. He missed two consecutive practices and the Vegas line shifted. We saw that Dubzak sent that to us today in a in, in a text. I'm not sure. Right. He must have got a, bur- a, a, a burner or something in in the clink. But he did send. Dude, I can't even imagine what he asked. I don't know. I did see that that my Amazon Prime that I share with my mummy, my our, our Prime account, that there was an MP3 player that was sent to uh, Stillwater Correctional Facility. So that's that's how he's playing this music, I would guess. I was gonna say, like, how is he? Playing? playing music yeah he's in prison yeah that 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 must be it he's a loser man i don't i i'm mad at him about you know beating me i'm mad at him about rubbing it in but you know if if you lose in fantasy you should just kind of let it go yeah that's right you shouldn't rub it in somebody's face it just it feels wrong it's like among boys you should just let it go yeah be it don't don't be a sore winner right right be a doubt be a good doubt doubt. don't don't be a bad doubt but yeah, so it looks like Ellen may or may not play conflicting reports because, you know, the most impacted player of that entire thing is probably Stefan Diggs. You, you probably think he's going to have a good game, right? Yeah, he's going to want to have a revenge game, is he not? Well, you know who had a revenge game last week? Who? Carter the I came for you! Carter the Crusher played Big Rob! It was a beatdown, y'all. Let me tell you something, everybody. Big Rob, you should be ashamed of yourself. That crap team that you put out. Who Did you have Mariota playing quarterback for you? It was just a colossal beatdown. I had Joe Mixon, bro. Came in huge. 51 points, 5 tots. Dude, how did it feel to get, you know, your ass kicked? I'm all drunk. You really like rooting for Joe Mixon, don't you? He had five dogs. Yeah. Who's not going to root for a guy with five dogs? I, well, I personally have a rule where I will not draft him. You've seen the video of him punching that girl, right? What? I got nothing. I don't know nothing. You, you, you enjoy rooting for that guy, don't you? Dude, I didn't even know that. But he had five tuts. You can't argue with success. I'm in second place. I'm within two points of depth sack. 
So if he loses and I win this week, it is down get out. I'm just I'm waiting for Jamar Chase and Mike Williams to come back, and I'm I'm hoping that they come back at the right time. Even if it, I just want to make the playoffs and get in there with my team at as full of strength as it can be. I think I can give anyone a run for their money. Because Joe Mixon, I don't think he's going to be scoring 50 points anytime soon again. I think that that was Probably just, not, uh, that, that was kind of a, 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 a freak thing there. But dude, it looked like you were playing, you know, Laquan Treadwell on your fantasy team last week. So anyway, <laughs> dude, well, Rick, I had, I had D-Hop D and, and Metcalf. They both scored it tight. Dude, it wasn't enough, y'all. Let me just say, Carter the Crusher is coming. He is coming in the, in the listener league. I'm going to win it all, y'all. I'm going to win it all. And I've been saying, all year long. Hey, Carter. What? Enough this. We're in chalk talk. We got to take some calls. You better not be pal. No, no, no. This isn't pal. This guy's name is Paul. Motherfucker. Hey, Robbie. Pal here. Carter, you better not back out on my winnings. This is my Heelys. I earned them. Don't be a fucking dick. You better give me a call too, because I want to tell you where you can hear me and tell you you're a fucking dick. And yeah, for the Vikings, the next four weeks going to be the true test. We'll see how it goes, and it's cold Vikings. Damn it, Ragu! I need to eat some more candy. Right, look. Again, man. I need some more candy. I'm just really watch, watch what, you, watch what you're eating, dude. Not me, no special roll pop. It's okay. But our defense, I just need to move on. Pal does have a point, though, with the schedule getting tough. It is. The Bills, great, great defense. Cowboys, great defense. Good O, even though it's at home. And then Patriots at home, and they have a, they have a good defense, too. And Bill Belichick, you never know. He could, he could get up for a game. That's a, that's a Thursday night game on Thanksgiving. And then the spot. Jets at home, too. Yeah, South Gardner, he a dude. You know. I'm actually really nervous about this Jets game. They just beat the Bills, man. But it's a good team. But our defense, whether we play Keenum or Josh Allen, they've got to step it up. We're playing one of the best offenses in the NFL. Allen's a dog. Diggs is a dog. Our defense really has to, you know, get going. Hey, guys, speaking of moving on, I, I got another call here, and hey, Carter, you're going to like this, man. I'm going to make it up to you, I buddy, better, okay? dude. Serious, I better. This is that uh, Bonnie chick. Dude, Bonnie! What's up, girl? I've been thinking about you. I've been watching my TikTok DMs. Nothing came through. Bonnie, what's up? Robin Lane and Carter Spangenberg. Congratulations to Falcon Heights, Minnesota, for completing the eighth grade. That's a big task. And thank you for being Attitude Era fans and fans of pro wrestling and hopefully fans of Brood and Gangrel myself. Or there'll be a bloodbath coming for you. But I just wanted to say congratulations, Robin and Carter, on completing the eighth grade. I hope it's a fang and a banging celebration. <laughs> Damn it! What was that, Ragu? That was Gangrel. That was not Bonnie, dude. That was that was Gangrel. And again, should have been Pooshiesty. Dude, I don't mean to rub it in or nothing, but Gangrel is so much cooler than Pooshiesty. It's not even funny. But that was supposed to be Bonnie, Ragu. What the hell happened? He's not responding, man. He he gone, I think. Oh gosh. All right, well, Bonnie, if you're listening, call back. We'll get you on. I promise it doesn't even matter that if we're in good game. The Vikings offense. Yeah, let's get into some of these matchups. Vikings offense. Tough matchups, man. Von Miller is a beast. 
He's a Darius Smith for the Bills. And as crappy of a head coach as Leslie Frazier is, he's a very good defensive coordinator. And I feel like you know, the D-backs are very solid. They get good pressure up front. They got Milano is a beast in the middle. I'm really worried about him. He could shut down Dalvin. He could be picking people off in the middle. This is going to be a really tough game. I'm, this is a tough matchup, man. Yeah, Carter, what do you think about the matchups against the Bills defense? Because they've, they've allowed the least amount of points in the NFL. They're the number one defense right now, man. Only 118 points allowed. And there's three teams that are at 130. The Broncos, the Eagles, and Dallas, who are going to be playing. Uh, they, they, they're all in the 130s, but yet, Buffalo, 118, they haven't allowed more than 21 points to a team. So do you think that the Vikings are going to be the team that puts over 21 on them in Buffalo? We've got to buck the trend if we're going to win. We have to. If you look at some of like the numbers, if you like, you really granny Jean, right? They're at 23 sacks, we got 24. We've got 8 picks, they've got 11. We've got 14 turnovers, they've got 15. In the main... On some of those like you know difference making things, we're right on par with them. Where they're really choking teams out is in total yardage. They have almost 700 less yards than we do. They're 23.97, and the Vikings are 29.45. I mean, this is a pretty close matchup, but we've got to buck the trend. We've got to score more touchdowns. The Vikings got to score, yo. We got to score. West Phillips, get out of the doghouse. That's right, man. Uh, wow, Carter. <laughs> You're getting me pumped, man. I'm getting pumped just thinking about it. I'm really looking forward to this game. It's at noon on Sunday. And isn't it crazy that the, the Packers-Cowboys was flexed into primetime? Man, they, they, they really weren't thinking with that one. It should it should be Vikings-Bills, but I'm kind of excited that it's a noon game because noon on a Sunday where I'm at, it's, it, it, it's, it's pretty boring, dude. Yeah, they really screwed up on that one. Oh, hey, let's pull the crappy Green Bay Packers and flex him into primetime, dude. What a mistake. What a mistake. Well, anyways, we had to buck the trend. We're already getting pumped. You know what's coming up next, y'all. We gon' get pumped. We gon' get bullet, bullet. Don't go anywhere on Visa Vikes. Guys, it's Ragu Bolognese here for Alamo Brand Condoms and Prophylactics. When I'm with that little San Antonio Rose of mine, or I'm out of paper towels and toilet paper, I reach for that Davy Crockett in my pocket. Alamo Lambskin Brand Condoms and Prophylactics. When you've got a passion the size of Texas, reach for the brand that feels better in your hand. Alamo Brand Condoms and Prophylactics. Now in all shapes, sizes, flavors, colors, and textures. Alamo Brand Condoms. Siege the moment. Hey, draft fans. Trying to get to your draft party in time but need to gas up, dump out, and chow down? Castro Pump has you covered. While you're pumping, go around back, pull the curtain, and get to dumping. Want a little something to tide over that rumbly in your tembly? Check out the snack bar, featuring pizza with pizzazz and timmy tights. No need to walk more than 10 feet. Castro Pump has you covered, smothered, and recovered. Castro Pump, I'm pumped up. What's up, y'all? Welcome back, Fisa Vikes. Mr. C, Carter the Crashy. My favorite segment of the show, because it sets the tone. Gets everybody's juices flowing. Start getting that wiggling your legs. 
Start getting your funeral nice and warm and all. Dude, Visa Vikes, the purple people eaters, get pimped. We are a train. Hey, Carter. What? What? Sorry I wasn't there for the majority of that segment. Uh, I had to go take a shit. TMI, bro. TMI. We got another call here. I think maybe it might be that Bonnie again. Dude. I think maybe she, she called back. Do you want to break stream here? Yeah, hell yeah, dude. But put her on. All right, man. I'm going to bot it up for you here. Here you go. <laughs> well, well, well. <laughs> hey, guys. It's me. Pep, pep. You know, it's a pretty good day here in the good old U.S. of A. The insurrectionist tried to steal an election and instead gave Pup Up an erection. <laughs> well, let me tell you something, guys. It feels pretty doggone good to be Pup Up right now. Those insurrectionist, election denying, bastard Republicans who hate this country went down in flames. And you know what? I might be rude for Putin, but I'm riding with Biden. I've been saying it all along. I moved to the United States of America for Joe Biden, and I'm going to stay here with Joe Biden. Anyways, Ruben, I went over to your friend um, uh, Cartier's house and uh, pulled the Matthew Perry, but there wasn't any polls in the medicine cabinet. And um, have, you, have, have you seen my polls, Ruben? My, my polls? Oh, man. I haven't seen that guy for over a month. And all he wants is damn pills. All the guy ever talks about is his freaking pills and Putin and Biden. What gives, man? And Regu, that was not Bonnie. That was Bobby's bumper. Hey, I'm 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 sorry, Carter. I guess I'm just gonna have to make it up to you some other way. How about how about you guys get pumped? Yeah, let's let's get pumped. Sounds like my bumpo was reading the Matthew Perry uh, autobiography. It sounds like it. Maybe he got a copy too. But I was about to say. It's a revenge game for Stefan Dix. And the stakes could not be higher. I think the spread, if Josh Allen is healthy and it's full speed, I think the spread is not legit. We're not seven point dogs. We're not. We're seven and one. Started out as nine. Yeah, they ain't gonna respect us. We're gonna show up. Right? So I don't think the spread is legit. I think three and a half is a whole lot closer. Dime the day. But dude, bold predictions. Man, I've got... You know what? This is going to be kind of hard for me. But I've got the Bills winning 34... Or uh, 37-34. I think the Bills are going to win this one. I do think that we're going to cover the spread. I think it's, they're going to win us, You know, beat us by a field goal. I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be a good range here. Right? But, dude, Big Rob, what you got? Bold prediction time. I, I have a bold prediction. I think that with 10 seconds left in the game, the Vikings are actually going to score more points on the Bills than anyone has scored this season. They're going to be up 24-23 to 23 with 10 seconds left. Case Keenam is going to take the snap, and it's going to be a desperation play. It's going to be like 61 yards away from a tight. He's going to roll out. He's going to throw it to Diggsy on an out route, and... Cam Dantzler is going to come back in and he's just going to completely whiff on the tackle and Stefan Diggs is going to do the gritty into the end zone to win the game for the Buffalo Bills with time expiring. Dude, that sounds kind of familiar. Yeah, I don't know where it's coming from, man. It's just a bold prediction, that's all. 
They just come to me, dude. Dude, that, yeah, that is, that, that's a pretty bold prediction. They're pretty specific. Okay. All right. Well, get that bass bumping. Get them feet moving. Get lifted. Because it's time, y'all. It's time. It's time to get pumped. I found your party. Let's get pumped. Yo, Vikings, we gonna come for those bills. We gonna bring it. This is a Super Bowl preview. We gonna get bullet, bullet on them, Big Rob. You gonna get pumped. Get pumped right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm getting pumped, man. I, I've, I've got a delivery coming, actually. I have confirmation that my Pierce Butler Domino's, after ordering it yesterday, it's on the way, man. It's on the way. Dude, I, I don't think that my order ever came. But, dude, I mean, I, that doesn't make me, you know, I'm not pumped. I'm so pumped. Dude, we gonna get bully, bully, Kirky, Kirko chains, and the brother, purple people leaders. We flying all the way out east to western New York. We gonna go to Buffalo. We gonna get some chicken wings. And we gonna put a beat down. Even though I think we're gonna lose, right? But, dude, it's gonna get, time to get pumped. Let's get pumped. All right, y'all. Well, keep it tuned. Keep it tight. Hit me up on TikTok, DM, Twitter. We all over it. World is changing, yo. It's time to get pumped. Let's get Billy Billy on the next episode of Pizza Day. Dude, good show, man. Whew. I ate so much Halloween candy. Like, that's like all that's here. I haven't eaten in like four days. I'm just eating Halloween candy constantly, man. This is just crazy. Yeah, that that Domino's order, actually, unfortunately, it did show up when your little event happened. Uh, Dude, I I don't... I heard from Raul that it did show up then. Dude, how would he know? Dude, I don't remember anything. We were cutting the pod. Everything was tight. You know, I had a Reese's. And then, you know, next thing I know, I you know, wake up in a different hotel room and, like, I have, like, a bag of Halloween candy with, with no peanuts. You don't, you really don't remember anything that happened? I don't remember anything. Like, nothing. Like, I was like... Hey, a, hey guys, we, we, we can't talk about this. It, Ragu, shut up, man. It's, the, the show's done. Let's just, let's tell Farta what happened. He he needs to know. Yeah, dude, you screwed up this episode so many times, Reiku. Just don't screw up this conversation, dude. I died. I want to know what right. happened, man. Rob, Rob yeah. what happened? Oh, okay, Farta, so... He went into anaphylactic shock again. And when EMS showed up, dude, they, they couldn't resuscitate you. And they pronounced you dead on the scene. They put you in a body bag. And then they left. Well, yeah, yeah. And then Raul showed up and saw you in the body bag. And he used this Salvadorian tactic that he had where, again, he intubated you with one of the Twizzlers that you had. And he resuscitated you back to life, dude. So he he flung you over his shoulder. He's a strong guy. And when he went out to his car, his Kia was stolen, of course. So they, he hopped on the light rail with you and dude, took the light that rail was, to that, that was Case Spectra, dude. I guarantee it was Case Spectra. Who knows, man? But yeah, then he brought you to HCMC and then they ad- administered CPR and you, you were brought back to life. Raul saved you again, man. You know what? He had to save me that one time when you tried to kill me like twice. 
by dude. What? That's crazy, man. What do now? I'm at like a different hotel. I don't know anything. I, like all I can see is like some trains. That's like all I can see, and like a road. Trains and a road. Yeah, dude, it's weird. It's weird, dude. I mean, I can't believe he intimated me with a Twizzler again. I mean, I have this like hole in my neck, and I have like like gauze around me. It's crazy. I I'm so uncomfortable, and all I'm eating is like Twizzy Pups. Twizzy Pups. Oh, hey guys! Holy crap! What? We got a hot mic! We got a hot mic! Coming in hot, boys! Damn it, Regu! It's okay, he'll cut it out. 